more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. Don't worry, everything's under control. Five minutes after five here on High Tide. Luckily, we're only two The forecast for today, Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay. South to southwesterly, about 10 knots. Uh, south to southeasterly, 15 to 20 in the morning, then becoming east to southeasterly, around 10 knots uh, in the early afternoon. Seas below 0.5 of a metre and they are predicting some rain. Blakey was showing me it's on on the, on the scene, it's coming our way. Little bits of it, not a great deal. And for uh, the Broken Bay to Port Hacking, for offshore, south to southwesterly, 10 to 15 knots, turning east to southeasterly below 10 knots in the early afternoon. Seas below one metre, the swell will be out of the south at around one metre, increasing to one to 1.5 later in the evening. And uh, as we said, the chance of a shower. I tell you all that because if you're going to head out, I can. I know a man that might be able to give you a few tips, especially if it's up north, Mr. Blake. Laurie McAnally, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Blake. You got the flu? Yes. Oh, God. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. Stay away from me. But uh, the interesting... to stay healthy. Yeah, uh, uh, just hopefully because, you know, the last three years no one's died of the flu, but now they're all starting to die from the flu again. COVID's finished. Oh, what happened? Well, COVID's not finished. I'll oh, yeah, guarantee you that. But... Oh, yeah, but it's not causing the yeah, grief and it doesn't... Yeah, it's lost. As long as I don't get it again, I don't care. <laughs> I try and stay in my little sheltered cocoon at Southwest Rocks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're in our mo- we're in our motel room here at um, Maroochydore, not not far from Kieran's place. I got my fish at Kieran's place. That's good. And Thank you. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be there this morning. Swanee's going to open open the open the uh, penitentiary gates to let me in. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It is. I sort of thought it's it's a gated gated community. Yep. Anyway, that's to keep them in, not to keep people out. I think it's here to keep Kieran in. Kieran in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're giving him a key. They let him in. They don't let him out. But um, yeah, you're in a good spot there, Kieran. You can catch a flat and straight across the road. That's it. Yeah. Chuck a soft plastic along the bank there. No problem at all. Yep. Got to get there early to get a spot. a lot of people fish here. It's fishing, fishing in southeast Queensland is big time. Let me tell you, it's uh, it must it's, it's work very, that very bank. Popular. Laws that bank must work because the kids fish it. Well, I fished it. I fished down along where the island, where that little um, footway goes across to the island. I fished there through the week. Got a few fish. So. Right. Uh, just just small flathead and tailor and pike. But anyway, it was a bit of fun, little lures. So, well, but uh, I better tell you what. You, I heard you talking before about two leaf trevally. Yes. Swanee talking. Was Swanee talking about the two leaf trevally I gave him? Yes. All uh, right. You, and did you, if you if you listen carefully, Swanee doesn't waste much. <laughs> <laughs> he's, no, he's like a good old fisherman. He just uh, he, he he just he, he fills them off. Ate the fillets. The fillets they're quite good eating. You don't catch them much. Uh, you don't catch they. They're a northern fish. You catch them basically north of the Tweed. So uh, they, they all wear maroon. They've got maroon jumpers on at the moment. But anyway, um, but, but they're a, a, a sort of semi-tropical fish, and they've got a sprinkling of oh, I guess they're brown khaki spots all up one, all up their sides. So right. They look like so they look like someone sprinkled tea leaf on them. So you know, just tea on them. Yeah, please, please. Right. And average about four to six, well, I won't say pound, two to three, four kilo. 
about the same size, and they're, they're narrow, and, they, and they're quite good eating. So, yeah, but what he did, he filled them off, ate the fillets, which are quite, as I said, quite tasty, uh, kept the bloodline for brim bait, and then put the, uh, put the fish frames in the crab trap. So that's a win all round, that one. That's good. Yeah, plus he, he, he uh, if you catch two or three mud crabs with the frames, you've... He you got seven. He caught seven. Yep. Jeez, you'll be you'll be on the first plane home, won't you? Yeah, well, <laughs> apparently they've evaporated. No, they've already cooked them and distributed them, <laughs> <laughs> so I missed out. <laughs> oh, Kieran, Kieran, you're just yeah beyond help, I think, Kieran. Somehow, but anyway, yeah, I fished on uh, I fished on Monday and got um, we got uh, well we actually were. When we filled the fish box up, we had four cobia, and um, they were just basically throwing the two-leaf trevally back. They felt like hell. They're good, good, good uh, sport fish, and um, every, everybody just took two or three home, or one or two home. I don't know how many the boat caught, probably thirty, and then, uh, but you could have caught more. Um, but the reef fishing was very poor. We only got three fish on the reef, so that wasn't very good. And then on Thursday, we fished in absolutely. Dreadful conditions, easterly, easterly slop and pouring rain. So uh, anyway, it's, we we got a feed, but I wouldn't uh, wouldn't go berserk for it. We got some nice pearlies, and or the boat got some nice pearlies. I didn't. I got a couple of snapper, uh, three finger mark, and a finger mark. What do they call it? Moses perch, which are lovely to eat, and two tuskies, which are nice to eat. So I got a feed. So I can't expect more than that. And it was a very difficult day. I can tell you. I was, it was one of those days for people who were strong in the stomach and weak in the head. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, it's uh, it was all right. Anyway, we're home today. We're round, round to Kieran's place, pick up the fish and straight down to South West Rocks, a six-hour trip. So half past three, I'll be home. Uh, anyway, that's one another, another holiday. Well, I don't know whether I just spend my whole time on holidays, I guess. My poor, I was at lunch with my sister yesterday. We went to a place. You might have been there. Have you been to Gusto at uh, Noosa? He's been everywhere. Yes, See? yes. Because Gusto is a little bit upmarket. <laughs> what did lunch cost yesterday? Five hundred for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's about right. Yeah, but the girls shared the, the girls shared a fair income bottle of French champagne. Oh, okay. Well, that's three hundred. Two, three hundred there. I don't know how much that put on the. I'm presuming a couple of hundred. Yeah, that yeah. put the bit on the bill. But when it's all said and done, it's it's no better than what Australian champagne is. No, I know. No, 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 no there's no such thing as Australian champagne. Okay, it's a but, method but, traditional. Uh, our sparkling wine yeah. is as good as a lot of the brands of the French that's champagne. Right. They, yeah. they just couldn't help themselves. That's all it was. But it's like <laughs> the branding on the purses. You know, it, it makes it a better purse with the right brand on the purse. See how the French come out bags. swinging when you say champagne. Oh yes. 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 Anyway, not that it matters, but they, yeah, anyway, I had I had two no alcohol, zero alcohol beers, so <laughs> I kept my I kept the bill down at my end. <laughs> Although I did have a fifty-five dollar steak, so I suppose that pushed the. The bill up a little. The steak was good. Anyway, look, it was one of those things. Uh, yeah, but we went to Gusto. I'll tell you what, at Noosa, my wife was very cruel to me going into Noosa. 
because Alan will tell you, or anyone who doesn't know, you go through about 20 roundabouts. Oh, it's capital of roundabouts in the world, Noosa. Going into Noosa, Julie said, good thing you didn't tow the boat in here. <laughs> <laughs> after my, after, after did, my did you go uh, past Matt? I lost. Hey? I, I had two properties. Of, this is when they first subdivided it. Back yeah. in the 60s, I bought two properties in, Lo- in McAnally Drive. Yeah, McNally. No, we- Mac- MCN, A-double-L-Y, Yeah, Well, I'll tell you one that will really make you weep. My brother and I, he got he had a mate who was, you know, in brackets, mate in real estate. He and I bought the two blocks behind the Shoal Bay, um, the Shoal Bay uh, uh, pub for, um, what did we pay? 11 grand each. For two blocks behind, and he got, and he's really, really good mate. Bought him off us for thirty-three about uh, five years later. I sort of wish I'd hung on to that one. Yeah, just yes. <laughs> I think that'll be about seven figures now. So, and speaking of real estate, we had, we've had a look at a couple of properties up here. Julie sort of likes Richie Dor Kieran, so that's good. Pro- th- properties are coming down, so Julie's Julie's got her eye on a couple of things here. Yep, I thought she was going to Rainbow Beach. No, I'm no, I'm the one who like Rainbow Beach has got the fishing, but Malulabar has shopping and restaurants. <laughs> yeah, you lose plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely correct. Well, even even for next year's holiday, I might be losing. I'm, I'm, although I have I have booked a place at Rainbow for two weeks. She she lost that one, but we'll be here again. We'll we'll come back here. We like it here. Good. So it's a very nice part of the world. It's not quite as cold as. Sydney, um, and it's yeah, nice. And the fishing's quite reasonable. Beach fishing's really good. I had another run on the beach through the week and got a few tailors, so no, it's all good. Okay. So anyway, so, but uh, but as I said, they, they never. They, I, I did like Swanee's attitude to the fishing. Knew exactly. I gave him a couple of fish, and he knew exactly what he was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Spent it very quick. So no, no, it's no, it's it's. I, I read a book just before I went away about the guys who lived in the... There was a little township during the Depression at Malabar. That's okay. behind where, basically where the rifle range is. And this guy was who wrote the book. It had not much to do with fishing, but he said, oh, you had to catch you had to catch your fish in a particular order because they didn't have any money for bait or whatever. So first they'd catch the, the, the ludric. So they'd get a, get a, 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 a feed of ludric first. The reason I did that was so that they could gut the ludric and then use the, the gut, the, the ludric gut, to catch the brim. Oh, there you go. So, no, it was quite, if you think about it, the ludric, you just mm. pick the cabbage up off the rocks, put that on your hook, which you use, you use cabbage. So they put the, the cabbage on the rock and, 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 and catch the ludric. And then once they clean the ludric, they use the ludric gut, catch, you know, it's just um, a very uh, efficiency, efficiency force by economic circumstance. <laughs> Laurie, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and have a, a further chat with you. Now is your chance to win a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show. It is on 3 to 6 August. Thank you. They have a centre stage, which is the Fishing Masterclass. ET's going to be there. PJ's going to be there. Absolute Stars are going to be there. You're going Greg to learn Reed. a hip. Greg, Greg Reed's going to be there. 
Who's hosting? That is the question. Send it through to our Facebook. Is that Paul Burke? Send it through to our Facebook. If you think it's Paul Burke, send he's it through to our Facebook. and the colour of the sun and his teeth are green. Our Facebook message page. <laughs> and first correct person, through, they're probably already there by now. Yeah, it would be. I'll just go up and go to the break. I used to drive seven hours to hospital and seven hours back. You know, when Bob first flew me to hospital from a chemo, it was such a relief. Can you imagine? A two-day trip became two hours. What Angel Flight does is a godsend. So please, support the work of Angel Flight, or if you can, get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver, because helping Angel Flight helps people who really need help. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With the biggest names and the best prices, you'll want to shop until you drop. Peters of Kensington has become a Sydney institution now with additional locations at Barangaroo, Birkenhead Point and Alexandria. Peters of Kensington remains what it always has been, a family-owned and operated Australian company. Visit Peters of Kensington for the best quality homewares, luggage and dinner sets at amazing prices. Peters of Kensington, why in the world would you shop anywhere else? If you want to learn how to light up your career in an electrical trade or organise the office in admin... MEGT can connect you with thousands of employers Australia-wide. Earn while you learn with the number one experts in apprenticeship and traineeships. With a dedicated accounts team in every state, MEGT supports you from start to finish. Find your me with MEGT and visit megt.com.au forward slash jobs. Looking for innovative appliances designed with the environment in mind? Then look no further. For over 110 years, Whirlpool has been a leader in kitchen and laundry appliances. Using patented Sixth Sense technology, Whirlpool guarantees outstanding results while saving precious time and energy. Watching the footy feel like a hot pie at halftime? The Whirlpool Crisp and Grill Microwave will cook you a perfectly crisp pie in only eight minutes, just in time for kickoff. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au. The world needs natural resources to build and power our future. For 25 years, Glencore has mined the coal, metals and minerals that advance everyday life, that power our homes and businesses and are used in almost everything around us, from electric cars to smartphones and smart homes. Making Glencore one of the world's largest mining companies you've probably never heard of. For more, visit glencore.com.au. Glencore. Advancing everyday life. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. T&C Supply. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Two days in two days. <laughs> That's what we've got. Two days in two, two days in two days. Two days in two days. Yes, David P has won the this morning's one. That's not his last name. His name's not P. I just don't want to yeah. give away his full name. That's right. No, so he's won the tickets, which so, is good. So well done. Well done. And we're talking with Laurie McAnally. Yeah. International boat show coming up. Yeah, three to six August. Yeah, right. He 
you've got that ugly weather girl from Brisbane coming down, have you? That's yeah. the one. <laughs> yeah, but she has promised to shave her legs. <laughs> you got a good sense of humour, which is a good thing for a big bloke. Yes. <laughs> but he's on the, he's, they, they love him up here, I'll tell you. He's, um, he's very popular. I watched him last night. He did the weather and, yeah, always always pretty big in um, in southeast Queensland is Bertie. Oh, yes. So, uh, but uh, and he can he actually can fish apparently. So he's uh, he's pretty he's pretty pretty uh, pretty good. And, and and people forget though he's been out in the sort of area like in in the sort of the Channel Seven or the the media up here for a long time, twenty odd years at least. It just takes a long time to get to the top. <laughs> well, he's, we've been here at SM for about fifteen years. I think yeah. that's what Justin told me, and he was. Started here with us then, and he was right. working with Channel Nine in those oh, days. Yeah. But his yeah. but his brother, his elder brother Dougie, as yeah. the big tax. Actually, no, Kieran. He started at seven, went to nine, went back to seven. Oh, did yeah, seven nine seven. Yeah, something right. like that. Yeah, seven nine seven. Yeah, yeah. Dougie, had the ta- Dougie had the tackle shop at uh, uh, Redland Bay or one of those. No, 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 no. Yeah, on the Brisbane no. Road, Southport. Yeah. No, Southport that's right. Um, yeah, Southport and Rabina. Hmm. Yeah. So no, no, but he's yeah, but no, he's certainly been around. No. Anyway, not to worry. He'll he'll put on a well. Uh, when I worked with him, they put on a great show. I'm sure he put on a terrific show with PJ and all that. So a lot of fun. And for people, part of the part of the thing is some of the the really key people there will actually talk to you on the side too, and give you a few clues, a few hints, show you a few tricks. They, they, they put on a real. The fishing show is really good at the boat show. It's three, three of the people there that I can vouch for what you just said. Bertie's one of them. Yeah. PJ's another one. Yeah. And Greg Reed. They do yeah. spend a lot of time talking to the people. That's right. They do. They're very, very good. Anyway, I better give you a fishing report for Southwest Rocks. Having only spoken to Terry last night, <laughs> I've got a bit of a bit of information. Uh, look, the offshore's been okay through the week. The weather's been pretty nice. Uh, still catching fish out on the wide ground, out in 105 metres. Uh, pearlies, nice pearlies, a few bark hod. Uh, what else did I get? A few reasonably good snapper, up to two kilo, and some uh, plenty of mowong and bits and pieces. Uh, and they're catching a few, well, what did they catch? Um, those are pinkies, pinkies, long fin perch. You got two long. They got two long fin perch when they were out there. So, very. If you ever catch one, long fin perch, very ready coloured. Look them up. Right. Uh, and they taste just like a great big mouthful of blue swimmer crab. <laughs> okay. You will never, you will never see one at the fish markets. They go to the auctions and they're snapped up by only the very, very best restaurants because they cost about. A hulse for a commercial fisherman, you get about thirty to forty dollars a kilo. Oh, okay, good. That's what the fisherman. That's what the fisherman gets. Mm-hmm. So they're sort of seventy or eighty retail, but they, I've never seen them retail. They just, uh, as far as I know, they all end up in the really flash seafood restaurants in town. But the fishermen who they catch a lot of terrigal, and they catch them at the twelve mile. But yeah, long fin perch if you if you look them up. So no, they got a few of them and. Um, Fish Rock had some kingies and plenty of sharks, um, plenty of flathead out the front, a few spanner crabs caught too this week. So, yeah, a, 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 a bit of offshore stuff to keep everybody interested. 
Uh, in the on the beach and rocks, still some nice tail around. They're not as thick as they were last week. I'm presuming that's with the moon on. I don't know. Well, there may have been no sea. When there's a tailor, tailor get stirred up by, uh, you need a bit of surf and a bit of white water and sudsy to let them do their thing with the, where they herd the bait fish up under the under the sudsy stuff. So, uh, but uh, there weren't as many tailor caught. They're good size this year, though. They're worth chasing. And I'm presuming once we go past this moon, we'll, we'll, we'll get them again. But uh, they were just a bit quiet this week. But some very big brim caught, beautiful brim caught along the beaches, up you know, the 0.8 to one kilo on a bit. I think there was uh, one in one of the fishing competitions down there. There was one landed. There was 1.47. So that's a big brim. That's three and a three and a quarter pound or something. That's a, that's a big fish. Uh, I think that was caught down, down where you, your mates are. That was caught at Crescent Head, Kieran. All right. So there's obviously a few fish down there too. Mates. Yeah, yeah just just at the yeah, end mate. of that beach where it runs into the, the creek that runs in the there. The creek, Killer Creek runs in when you, you don't mm. fish there because you end up hooking some poor kid or a swimmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go up, go up go about 200 yards north and you can have a fish. <laughs> Not a smart place to fish there, uh, but you can you actually you can fish there early in the morning or late in the evening. But uh, that's the main swimming area just across the bridge. You go over the footbridge and Killick Creek runs into the corner of the beach. There, if anyone hasn't been to Crescent Head, it's a gorgeous little spot. It's a bit like Hat Head, all these little nooks, all these little tucked in, yeah. you know, communities along the coast that no one wants you to know about, but are really nice. So you can go down south and fish at Point Plummer, which is Kieran's favourite spot. Not camp there. There's a lovely camping ground at Point Plummer. You can camp and yeah. fish the beach. There's a restaurant there. Super expensive. Point Plummer. Yeah, the cafe thing. A cafe. Like a can of cokes, about five, five or six dollars. Yeah, well, they've got to walk it in from Kempsey here, and it's what, forty miles. Exactly wide. right. You're a, you're a bit tight. There must be a lot of moths in that wallet, Kieran. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. When I come up here, I'm going to you, next. When we're up here next time, and you're here, I've got to get you get you to take me to lunch at Gus's. Oh, good now, luck! Yeah, yeah, nice really try. Right. <laughs> hey, the next time you're back up there, I'll um. Oh yeah. uh, no, you're going home. Yeah, I'm going home. No, I'm going to say if you on the veranda. Yeah. Up against the wall, um, there's a fridge. <laughs> Please fill it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what, well, with mud crab or lobster? <laughs> no, no, there's a fridge here, a, a, a bar fridge, a wine fridge. Yeah. No, um, Make yourself at home. Yeah, take take a bottle of either white or red for Is, is there any Verve Clicquot in no, there? I'm pretty, I'm pretty right for wine here and see I don't drink. <laughs> yeah, wine, but my mate wine. does, Julie. Julie will. <laughs> All right, now back to the fishing. Um, getting diverted by Kieran. Uh, what else did we catch? So the beaches were pretty good, uh, not as good as last week. Rocks are really good for drummer, red hot runner drummer. Just when the sea's down, you must take Burley. You don't stir them up with a bit of uh, a bit of bread burley, uh, you, you won't catch much. But you do need some burley. Um, the top baits been peel prawns, and uh, if you can get them, a few. Well, you can get them, but just don't don't take them off the beach. Technically, you, um, pippies are really good bait for drummer as well. Uh, so that's uh, that would be the pick. There's been some very good brim and drummer caught straight under the uh, jail on the ledges there, which are pretty safe. 
So just uh, that would be the if you're just in town and you want to throw a line in, that's as good a spot as any. And uh, the estuary's still good for, for flathead. There's been Taylor right in the mouth of the river early in the morning with the on the high tide. There's been some big Taylor caught off the South Breakwall. So worth walking down there with a lure and just on. If you if you if you're one of these people like me who could get, who likes to get up with the sun still coming up, you've got to be there right at the do- at dawn. So if the sun's in the sky, you've missed it. They only bite for about 40 minutes and they're gone. But there's some good tail at the end of the wall. Been a handful of school mulloway and plenty of brim. There's a stack of brim all the way up to Jerseyville along the break walls. Main bait's been uh, either slices of pilly or bits of pilly herring, live herring. And uh, and yabby, so there's, there's there's a good feed there, and there's also uh, a few um, still quite reasonable numbers of these medium-sized flatties up right up the river as far as Gladstone. So uh, all in all, pretty good at the moment. So I'll I'll be back on deck uh, from um, I'll probably be fishing from Tuesday or Wednesday if the weather holds. So here we go. Okay, okay. thanks, Lars. Thank all you, right, Laurie. We'll catch it, catch it next week and. Yeah, Kieran, your house is very nice. I look forward to uh, uh, getting the key when you've got nothing better to do. Well, the keys are always there. You can go and stay there any time you want. You know, you know, you know. Yeah, well, there's, there's enough room downstairs for my boat. I was very impressed. You, you <laughs> I don't know how Julie will go scooting up to Noosa with in the sports car, though. I saw the car coming up. I didn't want to have a look what it was. Yeah, just... you can have a look. No, no, I don't try. It's a Z three, Z R three, BMW. Whatever it is, uh, he only has BMWs or Mercedes. Thanks, and Lexus. Thanks, Laurie. (laughs) (laughs) Let's give away another double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show. I thought you're doing one next hour. I'm going to do another one. Oh, okay. I'm going to do another one. Feeling generous. Yeah, you found out how many there was to give yeah, away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought there were 20 passes. There are 20 doubles. You can't get, You can't even bloody open it. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the fact that you've got mates. Okay, well, who who's sponsoring? Uh, the, the main the, stage. The main fishing yeah, stage. Yeah, Suzuki what? Suzuma. Could be it. Suzuki Marine? Suzuma? <laughs> Pick one? The Facebook page. Click you on put, message. You put both down, you're pretty safe, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back after the break. When our son in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio, you always show both sides of the story, and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Next time you consider exploring the unknown, think about upping your game and taking your adventure to the next level with Maxxis Tyres. With a range of four-wheel drive patterns, including the popular Maxxis Razor, we've got you covered to make sure you get the ultimate adventure every time. 
Maxxis Tyres. Check out the range today at maxxistires.com.au. That's M-A-X-X-I-S. Maxxistires.com.au. This is Bruno driving to the footy. Oh. And this is his cheap insurer reading the policy fine print. Clause 9D of your car insurance says you're not covered for thingamabobs. Thingamabobbed at claim time? Beware bargain insurance regret, Bruno. Choose Amy instead. Who pays out over 99% of motor claims? Amy does. Lucky you're with Amy. Acceptance rate for the 12 months up to 30 September 2022. Before buying insurance issued by Amy, read the TMD and PDS at amy.com.au and consider if it's right for you. If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience. For waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to Network constructionservices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 98 08 56 73 Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search compare Host Plus today. 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Well, it's that time of the day that I know many of you look forward to. I certainly look forward to it. It's time to catch up with Peter Johnson. G'day, PJ. How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm all right for a Sunday, I guess. <laughs> you guess, you guess. <laughs> it's a bit tough this morning. I haven't really thought out. I mean, I've had the, the truck heater going and all that. It's still bloody cold up here. Haven't the mornings been absolutely bitter? But the good news is that the days haven't been too bad. They've been quite pleasant. Oh, mate, they've been colder than my ex-mother-in-law's heart, I tell you. Oh, see, Blakey, you reckon I get into trouble. I, one yeah. thing, though, I don't think PJ's house would be too cold because he's been cooking up massive, massive fish for the whole week, as he said yesterday on the program. Plus, Monty keeps it warm. Yeah, he bloody little bug got in my chair last night and wouldn't move. And I said, get out of my chair. And he just looked at me and I get out. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going to chat about today, dear sir? Well, Blakey did say off air that he wanted to know what rig would I choose off the beach for fishing for my mulloway or my yeah, jufi. Uh, hang on, hang on. Is this one fishing for tail that becomes mulloway or this is fishing for mulloway that stays the <laughs> Either way, it works. But anyway, we'll, we'll go with uh, what when you want to fish for mulloway on mulloway gear. Do yep. tell. And um, so... Generally, the, the rig I use up here is um, when I'm going to fish for Mulloway and I'm using slab baits or fillet baits. Because I generally have a snood rig out of two A-days. Yeah. I have the hooks snooded probably about 120 to 150 millimetres apart from each other. And, and, and what that does, I've got that snooded on some... 60 pound leader or 80 pound leader. 
and I'll run the trace to those hooks, probably 300 to 400 millimetres long up to a three-way swivel. Yeah. And then what I will do then is I'll tie a sinker um, on a on on a leader to the other side of the three-way swivel, and that will be just slightly um, short of my um, where my uh, snooded hooks finish. Yeah. So when I cast, they don't tangle, and. Um, I tie it in a loop knot so I can change my sinkers on the end. If it's the current picks up a bit heavier, then I just push it out like you would with a Paternoster rig, loop at the end, and then change my sinker. Now, for baits, I like to use a, uh, a mullet fillet or a tailor fillet or a whole squid. Um, sometimes if we get an octopus, we'll keep the octopus leg and use a whole octopus leg. Um, contrary to belief, um, a lot of guys up here like to use the large pilchards you get and just use a whole pilly with two hooks in it. That's caught plenty of dew up here uh, over the years. Um, and then um, depending on the size, but I use um, a four or a five, a size four or size five pyramid sinker or triangle sinker. Now, they cast like a bullet with your bait trailing behind, but they they don't snag up. So we've got a few uh, rubble beds there off the beach here. So you, when you're winding in, you can often feel your sinker bouncing in the rocks. But what happens is it anchors pretty well in the substrate, and when there's a cross current, um, it doesn't it, it doesn't tend to drift as much like a ball sinker would. Yeah, and and for the main line, I'm using uh, 30 pound or 50 pound um, braid. Now I've just gone over to using braid on the Alvies, and I don't get the twist now that I, I was getting. I just put that extra swivel in, and it goes all right. Um, the biggest thing is you've got to use a bit of elastopast on your fingertips and your thumb tip when you're casting the braid, because with the bigger baits, you get a fair bit of inertia going through. The line as the rod bends when you load up and it tends to bite into your finger or your thumb. So, um, yeah, I tend to uh, just put a bit of elastopast over my thumb when I'm holding the spool of the alley. Now, um, that sort of bait there um, goes all right. Now, the other thing, if I'm fishing for dew, will be the other rig is when we use beachworms because we all know that dew like to eat a beachworm. So, um, what I'll do is I'll fish a 6-0 or a 7 if I can, and that'll be a mustard penetrator. Because uh, why do I use a penetrator? Because they are a fine-gauge hook, but they're very strong. And so you can feed a beachworm onto that hook in a big bunch um, and, and make it look like a big bunch of a clumped-up worm on that 6-0 or 7-0, and it's still strong enough to hold a fish and um, sometimes I'll cast that out um, on a 400 millimetre leader to a sinker, uh, to a swivel, sorry, and then I will have a slide, one of those plastic sinker slide rigs on yep. the main line tied between another swivel, and they'll be about 500 
millimetres between the two swivels, and then I can just change the type of sinker I want in that and then cast it out that way because when they hit a, when they hit a worm, they tend to sort of swallow it up and run a little bit before they, they, they gulp it down. And, and that way you just let it go. And, and generally what I found when he runs and the line comes back and hits the end of the swivel, it helps set the hook in his mouth. Okay. And then um, if you don't have to fish heavy line off the beach because um, there, what I did last week with that other Jew is I just ran up the beach with him and down the beach. Like they're not a fish like a kingfish that'll wrap you up uh, on a snag. Um he ran off, so I just walked along, winding and playing him as I could, and I probably went 50 metres to the north, and then we came back and he did 50-odd metres to the south. And each time he's running is your winding and, and playing line, and you're basically zigzagging him back into the beach because yeah. that, as he's running, you keep winding a bit and getting ahead of him and winding, you're bringing him closer, and then when he turns around, bumps his head and runs the other direction. So you can get away with 25, 30-pound line. I mean, if it's 30-pound braid, it's going to break somewhere in the vicinity of 38 to 40-pound anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 I was fishing for Taylor there with 25-pound braid, and, uh, you know, the fish was 40-pound. So, you know, you just, you just play curl and you have a good smooth drag is the big thing to do it. And if you want to get the smoothest drag out of an egg beater, you, you polish your drag washers. Um, which we can talk about some other time. Or, um, like I do as a uh, as a fisherman that fishes off the beaches in the alley, the best drag is the palm of your hand when you're using the plane spill alley. And you just apply the pressure as you as you go with the palm of your hand. You don't, you've got to make sure you get your thumbs out of the way of the handles on a fixed spill. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like you said that with experience. Yeah, you only do it two or three times. Yeah. <laughs> And Pete, one of the main things is don't try and rush the fish. You've got to no. You can take your time on them. Just you can still pull hooks on a big jew, but um, normally they're hooked in the jaw. They do have a solid mass of of uh, bone around the perimeter of the jaw. So once you hook them, they're generally pretty good. But you can tear a hook out. So um, just take your time with him. If he wants to run, let him run. But give him drag pressure to let him run with. And then when he comes, wind, wind crazy. And when you're fighting fish off the beach, stay up the beach. Don't go to the water's edge. Yeah. Staying up on uh, up on the beach, you tend to keep a better right angle. So when it comes for the time to wash him up for the surf, is you keep a bit more constant pressure on that line to help drag him up. And you'll get to see him a bit better in the wash as well. Um, and if you're fishing on the on the, on the nighttime periods, which most of the fish happen, um, just in that half hour before or after dark, have a headlamp because it does make things a lot easier to do. I mean, I, I had that fish on the beach at 10 to 6 the other night. Yeah. Uh, you know, like that, that that's an early night. People, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, it probably took, took longer to gill and gut him than it did to actually get him in. Yeah. Well, so, good. Uh, yeah. And- a decent lamp too. But, um, you know, like a good slab bait or a good bunch of worms, they're, they're the ultimate way to do it. Um, the other way you can do it is with big soft plastics or diving minnows. So if you've got some old uh, wooden uh, or timber or plastic 
diving minnows, you can cast those off the beach and let them get down to the bottom and, and bang away. Or um, big soft plastics with a fairly heavy jig head so you can get them down bouncing off the bottom. Yeah. There's plenty of people catching fish like that off the beaches nowadays. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for that, Peter. That was very informative. I think uh, everyone would like that. Will you have a safe drive this morning? Yeah, I've got to go on the way back. I'm halfway done. It's all good. Okay. We'll talk to you next Saturday. All right. Well, yep. Have a good Sunday and uh, all the best for the start of the week. I'll catch you later. Thanks, Pete. Peter Johnson from up north. If you're an adult who has difficulties with reading, writing or spelling, the Reading Writing Hotline has some very good news. It can actually be easier to take the plunge and improve your reading and writing skills than to keep putting it off. Phone the Reading Writing Hotline and find out how. Their number is 1300655506. That's the Reading Writing Hotline, and they're there to help. 1300655506. Go on, take the plunge. Hi, Timmy Manor here. If rising electricity and gas costs are on your mind, give our friends at Red Energy a call today. Their Aussie-based team will give you a no-obligation energy bill comparison and have been voted Australia's most trusted electricity provider by CanStar Blue for the third consecutive year. So call Red today on 131 806 and tell them I sent you. Red Energy, now that's real Aussie energy. Eligibility criteria and conditions apply. G'day, Merv Hughes here. New Farm's been there for Aussie growers for 100 years through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame, through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farm's high-quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time. And never dig blind. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. Coming home, we're coming Hi, Mark Taylor here. This year I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid MasterCard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of $250,000. Come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23. Claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits New South Wales TP 02527 ACT TP 230451. SAT 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back. Oh, what about we go down to 938 Woodville Road and let's see what's happening in the Meccano set. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. How are we all? We're good. Did you uh, have a good week and not busy week? Yeah, it is good. And we've got school holidays now, so everything's all in full swing. And I have to admit, the weather looks fantastic from Monday onwards, actually. looks like we've got a good week of uh, fantastic weather and low winds and um, hopefully some really nice days. So, yeah, it looks really nice, actually, for the, for the first week of the holidays. That should be right. lovely. We'd have to well, assume we... that in the lead-up to school holidays, things would get a bit busier for you guys. Is that actuality or just fiction? No, no, it's definitely, yeah. Well, it's been a combination of things. We've had, like, again, it's just been so steady, the fishing for winter. Um, as I was saying, I think, last week, normally this time of year, it really does shut down. Um, and we've, we've had fairly low temperatures as well, too. It's been pretty cool. Like, the water temps are definitely down, but just the fishing is just so good, you know, particularly for the estuaries. Like, just the reports have just been so steady, um, particularly like like the Jewfish reports again this week has been just so good. Um, and there's a lot more bigger fish around. That's a really interesting thing that's happening at the moment. There was, there was quite a lot of numbers of fish getting caught over the last month. But just recently, probably the last two weeks and, and particularly the last week, it's just there's a, there's a few more bigger fish getting around now. So we're talking about the fish in that 80 centimetres to the metre size. So um, it's been really good to see that type of stuff pick up. Um, and, and all the, the interesting thing, too, is the rivers in particular have been fishing really well. So the Georges River, the Parramatta River in particular, and also the Hawkesbury have been really good. Um, you know, we've had the fish pushed right up at the upper reaches. Um, so really good for guys that are shore-based, don't need a boat, you know, to target these fish. Um, and really good for the lure anglers as well, too. There's quite a, quite a few fish around, so lure anglers, perfect time to get into there. But if not even, just use baits. Just go out there. You know, fish into the night, fish, you know, that, you know, that change of tides. Keep it really, really simple. Um, look for areas where you've got lots of nice flow and obviously a bit of structure if you can and obviously see if you can see a little bit of bait around as well. Um, and, and I think you're in a really good shot of catching, you know, a Jew this year. It's, it's, it's a really strong year for them type of species. So, um, it's been really exciting that the other one too is there's, there's a lot of estuary perch getting caught, um, as well as a bit of a bycatch because the brimming's been really good. Um, and a lot of anglers have been picking up estuary perch which is a bit of a bycatch. So, um, you know, that, that's quite an interesting capture. And, and they're a big fish too this year. Again, a lot of the fish have been in that 40-centimetre size. Um, so they haven't been the little ones. It's been They've been quite solid. So that's been really good and promising. Um, again, the the key this year is definitely, because the water's so clean, is just definitely use them light leaders. It just makes a huge difference is just using them light leaders this time of year. Um, you might lose the occasional fish by running down to six-pound leaders and eight-pound leaders, but you'd rather be hooking them extra fish. So um, that's made a, a massive difference. Um, and obviously shallow water too for them flatties too. The guys that have been shore fishing, um, you know, the shallow bays and estuaries walking around the sand flats, that's where the, a lot of the flatters have been up, up, up along the banks, you know. So, uh, again, really good for the shore-based anglers, you know, to be able to get out there and target them. Um, still also plenty of trevally as well, like all them, tr- you know, traditional winter species as well too. They've really started to push in. Um, and a few king reports as well. We've had a few up at the back of Middle Harbour. Um, which is interesting as well. So, and there've been some good fish too. They've been in that 90 centimetre size as well. And of course, them salmon schools and little pods are starting to move up in the back reaches as well. They've been upstream of the Harbour Bridge and Middle Harbour and up towards Manly as well. So, a bit of fun if you like that surface activity. 
Um, other, other stuff, obviously, the literary reports are still really good. Uh, again, having a fantastic year on that front. Um, Hairtail reports, really strong still. Um, they've all been up in that Jerusalem Bay and, and Waratah area as well. It's been very consistent up there. Um, squid reports have been a bit slow. Um, the inshore squidding's been pretty quiet. I think we're just going through that, that weird cycle where it slows down. But again, still a few off the rocks as well. Them ocean rocks, it seems to be, if you're going to go out there and chase a few squid. Um, the beaches and rocks, it's been a bit quiet this week, really, because it's just been a little bit messy and a bit windy. So we haven't had a lot of reports. It's probably been more just lack of participation more than anything else. Um, but we did get a little bit of late mail. That was a few tailors still and, and obviously salmon around as well. So I think that'll fine up as well, too, coming into Monday and, and the rest of the week as well. Um, offshore still plenty happening. Obviously, it was, it's been very windy, but the guys have still been punching out there chasing the yellowfin and, and they've still been around and, and there's been actually some smaller fish getting caught now too like a lot of fish in that 20 probably to 40 kilo mark has seen being the average top of size but again it's been really pretty good considering that the weather's been yuck and guys have been still able to be able to get them so that's really cool um again still lots of whales as well too out there so just be really careful when you're heading out there particularly if it's going to be early morning or if you're coming home late in the evening too just take it easy on the way back um, and again, obviously, if you're going to go out there target them, if you have a look at this lay to sea surface temperature charts, and, and if you haven't seen that type of stuff before, just come into the store and we'll show you how it all works. We can give you the GPS coordinates and point you in the right direction. Um, but there's quite a lot of eddies still off Sydney, and there have been a lot of fish in them eddies. And obviously, any structure like Browns Mountain, Heaton's Hill, and obviously the Continental Shelf is a really good area to be able to target them because that's where they've, they've been quite widespread through that whole area. So it's been really good. Um, deep sea bottom bashing has been good as well. We had a couple of guys that went and did that as well. Um, and the inshore reefs have been a little bit quiet. Again, I think more lack of participation, just haven't had a lot of reports, but I'm, I'm sure that'll be good uh, once it settles down next week. So should be nice. So, yeah, still plenty happening. Very steady for winter, I have to admit. Very good, good winter we're having at the moment. So it's pretty cool. Sounds good to me. Now, if people want the information and find out where Browns Mountain and Heaton's Hill is, where do they go to? Yeah, come down and see us at uh, 938 Woodrow Road, Villawood, which is just down from the Makana Satellites. Um, we're open seven days. And as I said, if you're new to that style of fish, you can come down and see us and we'll give you a good rundown. Or if you're in the city, in the third floor in the Dimox building at 428 George Street. So. I'm a bit of a oh, sucker yeah. for specials. What specials have you got on at the moment? Oh, there's actually quite a few specials we're doing at the moment. We've, we've had a sneak peek of some of the new ranges of rods in particular that are coming through. So the boys have already marked down some really good specials on some Shimano and Daiwa stuff, actually. So um, there, it is actually not a bad time of year to come through. So And it helps us with stock take as well, too. Less to count. So. <laughs> there goes my credit card, Alan. Yeah, that's it. You'll be right, Grant. No problems. Good for <laughs> okay, Mike, thanks very much for that. We'll talk to you next week. No dramas, guys. Talk soon. The complete angler. Hey, listen, yes. I, you know how important safety gear is on your boat. Nav yes. lights are very, very important. I have got a special like you've never seen. For 50000 or well, 50990 50, Yes. Right? A brand spanking new set of nav lights for your boat, and we'll throw in a boat as well. <laughs> Just your genus, aren't you? Stacer 499 Crossfire, not to mention the 90 horsepower Suzuki, the aluminium trailer, uh, the Bimini, uh, the uh, Combo GPS fish cushions. rod. Uh, cushions, yeah, yeah. And you get a free set of LED nav lights. Good on you. <laughs> I used to do ads for Ruben F. Scarf. Buy a shirt and time will give you the suit. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but look, if you if you're after a good family crossover boat, that's what the uh, the boat is a crossfire. So it's designed for family and fishing and swimming and doing whatever you want to do, water sports. Uh, definitely worth having a look at. You get a uh, nice package for that. And uh, finances available, $240 a week. An 80-litre underfloor tank with, of course, the separator fuel filter as well. Yes. You know, everything. It's got all the bells and whistles geared up, ready to go. Today you can – well, not today because Blakey's not – in well, I'm day. here at work. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, different work. You can go fishing tomorrow. Yeah, four five double seven double six double nine. Blakesmarine.com.au. No silly questions. If you've got our on our Facebook page, go to the messenger and send us a message. First person to send me their email address, we're going to give a double pass to the Sydney International Boat Show next week. Oh, not uh, next week. I think the week, week after, after we're catching up with Andrew Eddinghouse. You can go next week if you want. You'll be lined up for a while. Et <laughs> will be on the program as well, and Paul Bird, of course.